0: right. It, 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 uh, I'm actually going to keep them busy or, or, or jobs, it would be the a lot. you're right. A lot of these young people, man, they got too much time on their hands. And summer's coming up, you know, and they're going to be hanging they, out. And after they get off work, they continue doing the same thing
1: with their
2: friends,
0: man. Yeah. I mean, well, well, that, it, well, that's, again, your circle of influence. It's, it's who you keep as friends. It, it's hard to get away from because they, grew up with them, uh, they,
2: they Yeah, away, yeah. Because they won't move out of their neighborhood.
1: It's, it's,
0: yeah. it's, it's nice growing up and uh, having these young experiences and, but when you stay in the same neighborhood and see the same people you're not going to get in trouble you're going to stay in but you know what uh, let me share this with you man uh, I, uh, there was some, some people I went to school with in New York and they hang out in the same park we used to hang out and so when I get back there it, 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 you know 20 years later I go to the park that nigga's still there yeah, it <laughs> still there they
2: just got older.
0: They just got older, yeah, still smoking weed and, and uh had no idea they would not even go downtown, they just don't wanna do anything.
2: I mean, get up I, I, I mean, just move, just move, go to
0: another state of business. Yeah. And when I, hey man, we heard you move to Cali, yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah, I'm going to Africa tomorrow, so I just wanna stop by and see you brothers. Africa? You go to Africa? You know there's, <laughs> Yeah. a life beyond the Bronx, man. You know, when uh, 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 you say you move, you, you move five miles away that's not moving away from the neighborhood that's no i'm still and I go i bet you I go back there right now they're still there smoking weed so I have a, sharing a joint and and maybe a drink and talking mess talking the, same. talking the same young that we used to talk about in high school talking about girls <laughs> now they talking about women <laughs>
1: the
0: same ones they're older <laughs> right but uh, I, I do say yeah Hello, get your tickets early. Tickets on sale now at mngentertainment.com. Doors open at 6 p.m. The show is from 7 to midnight.
2: The Carl
0: Nelson Show, now available on iTunes. And thanks for all of us, folks. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to switch over with uh, Brother Siddiqui Bakar. We're going to go real deep with Brother Siddiqui. He's going to give us an update on AI, artificial intelligence. So tell your friends that uh, Brother Siddiqui is coming on the radio. And in the next few days, you're going to hear from people like Prio Ashwa Morgan State's Dr. Ray Wimbush, University of Houston's Dr. Gerald Horn, and also uh, Grill, Dr. Leonard Jeffries, Dr. Chair. They're all going to be here. And let me say happy uh, Ramadan Mubarak to all our Muslim brothers and sisters. And again, join me tonight, 8 o'clock. We're going to discuss uh, harassment in the workplace, how to identify it, what to do when you've identified it, because that's the other issue. It's real subtle, uh, the harassment in the workplaces these days. So reach out to us, 8 o'clock right here on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL. All right,
1: Ew. I think you
0: were speaking last.
1: I'll let you finish your thought. Have okay. About whether we can save some of these young young folks. Yes. Uh, I want to uh, tell you this too. I have, I have a new book out called America's uh, Punching Bag, and it deals with, you know, some of the things that I feel that the generation today is going through, and how America is ignoring some of the situations that brings about these actions and uh, atrocities in in the streets, especially in the uh, in the poorest neighborhoods. But like I say. Uh, gangs uh, is basically dying out and the new generation is keeping it alive. So, and I just want people to know that parenting is everything. Parenting is everything. If you got kids and you in that environment, and I, I'm going to expound on this so much because I'm a product of it, of the, 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 the not, not having uh, parenting but losing the parenting that I needed to become the person that I needed to be. So I, I really believe in my heart that parenting – and uh, a kid being raised by a village is very important.
0: All right, I mean, Malik, you, you deal with this on a daily level. I mean, there was a time, folks, and let me just tell the audience: at the time, uh, some of these young people got shot down the streets and the, the, the police department, the LAPD, would call Malik to you know, go tell their parents that uh, the son's laying in the street. It, you know, and, and, uh, and they did it gleefully. <laughs> I, I don't know how, how, how often you're still doing that, Malik, But what do you say to these young people who've gone and and lost their way and and you try to bring them back? What kind of technique do you use?
2: Well, one of the techniques that I attempt to use is to identify with their circumstances and not come in pointing a finger, you know, because we all, when you point one finger, at someone, is four fingers point at you, so you have to come in with, a, with an unconditional approach and love, unconditional love to these brothers, and don't be biased or opinionated and just try to give them a simple solution to such a complex issue. Now, when you sit and you listen to a guy who just shot three or four different people and he's on the run, you know, it, it, there's not much you can tell him when a mother, I like one situation I dealt with in, in EW's community, you know, the lady had to take her, she lost both of her sons to get gang violence, you know, one was, I'm sorry, one to gang violence and one's a health issue. And they had to take one out the mausoleum and then put the other child back in. So oftentimes the, the PTSD or the ATSD that we suffer from is never addressed. call. So the only thing you can do is put a Band-Aid. On a bullet wound, and try to hope that that person find their way through a period of time, and that's what happens when you see a lot of brothers in the streets who have think gang violence, who have caught murders and shootings. They need that mental health. They need that support system. You know, just like a Vietnam veteran or a Persian War veteran, they really need that support system. And so, there's not much you can tell a person in regards to once the action is taken, because most of the time they try to redeem themselves. But when you got clowns like Will Smith. the children look up to and then he teaches them this obnoxious behavior then that that exacerbates itself in its own right and becomes bigger
0: issue later on in life where you become uncontrollable and you do stupid things yeah Uh, and so what's what's the outlook because you've been you've been at this for, for decades so what's the outlook are you seeing some improvement
2: yeah definitely because uh there's a lot more acceptance now amongst this generation that they call council generation. And, and I don't think it's a council culture in the sense that they're trying to destroy things. I think that they're just trying to reset, recalibrate this whole situation. But uh there's like deep, deep said, There is a change coming on the horizon because there's not much more left to kill, and there's not much more to be done. So when in the, in the interim of things, you got to remember these kids today may want to change cause they're going to make it by any means necessary let me
0: ask both of you this thing would jobs um, change a lot of the things would,
1: would jobs change for these young these young people they, they had an employment no i don't think so i think programs not jobs more i mean jobs is cool i mean for the kids but what about the kids that can't work that's underage that's the, the kids that can't get a job is the ones that's causing all the ruckus you know you got you got the, all the kids that's 13 14 15 16 years old got murders right now in the day sitting in these that's filling these jails up so it's not so much of uh jobs. I think it's more of programs that's needed where we can get brothers like Malik. We get radio talk shows like Carl Nelson shows to talk to these brothers where they can hear this from experience. So I think uh a lot of it got to deal with once again, uh getting into the minds of these kids. Yeah. Um, as uh, so I mentioned, you've
0: been busy for quite a while. Uh, what keeps you going though? Because a lot of times, you know, and I know you know, you know all the big time rappers, you know all the big time celebrities, you know all the big time politicians. You know them personally. A lot of times, they don't, they don't seem to care
2: about what's going on with our young people. Does this bother you? No, because them is Negroes, and they do what Negroes do.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, um, uh,
0: and Malik knows them. Job, he knows them all. You think yeah. of, of the top rappers, top actors, the top politicians. He knows them all personally, and they all know what he does. And that's the other thing. That's the, have, have any of them ever come to you and say, Malik, we want to help our people. We want to help some of these young people. What do you need?
2: emphatically no. And why house, is that? House niggas in the story.
0: That's sad. That's sad, you know, and, and, this, and this is why the problem perpetuates because we think, you know, just because we, we, we don't see a blood relation to to the people like the, the, the less fortunate, that's why it, it just the cycle continues, and and the only one that's going to break the cycle is us. We want people who are outside the cycle, and, and somehow we feel like you know we're not involved because it's not not directly. You know, as I mentioned, related to us, so we don't live in their neighborhood. So these are the things we just watch on TV when we hear about them. We hear about these mass shootings and they're involved. Oh, we should say, oh, good. I was in the and go down there anyway. We've got to make a difference. The thing that, EW, does your, your does your book hit on anything that can make a change?
1: Oh, yeah, both of the books. Uh, America's Punching Bag and The Big Evil. It can be found on Amazon.com under EW Womack or Edwin Womack. and tell us about the book well uh america's punching bag uh it came about about you know the situations that some of the situations uh that i experienced uh, that i seen that people was going through recently and i just got to jotting down different information about like the corruptness about the the police uh the misuse of funds and how they plan against uh, a lot of black people how we don't have libraries and how like if you look at beverly hills they got one church know they got all the businesses and and stuff like that that when you come to the urban community you got uh just as many liquor stores as churches churches sit right next to a liquor store but it's not a library nowhere so it's a lot of things that we're going through man that people is not paying attention to like when you said about these rappers that come from these environments that talk about helping their people and they don't and they see this stuff everybody know the same issue that goes on in every ghetto and every urban community there's not enough programs for for black kids or kids. Period. There's no libraries. How, how, how would they learn if they don't have programs? So they it's just the blind leading the blind, and they misusing a whole generation of people to you know. I think to stop a lot of production babies and different things. You know, so it's it's I think it's real political, and that's what some of my books is dealing with. Yeah.
0: I mean, at what point is self-responsibility coming into this? Because, you know, a lot of times people say they blame the man, quote-unquote, the man, why they can't get a job. The man because of this and the man because of this. At what point
2: do you tell them, you know, hey, it's up to you? Well, Carl, the, the, the thought of you having to take care of yourself in the ghetto coming from the womb starts from the day your mama spit you out of, out of her body. You know, we never get the opportunity to have someone make those decisions or something. Everything with us is survival from day one. You know, the majority of the kids you see now, their parents had them on griddling with the school district. So there has to be accountability from the system. Nobody gives a damn about the man and what he thinks. Somebody's interested in whether or not it, uh, we're going to use him as an escape. You know what he did? And it's just that simple. The reality is, is that, for example, you know, you got all these different people coming from foreign countries and all this. But they get here and they get the help that's needed. We dig what I'm saying. Where our children's been here for 100 years and they get no help. For a perfect example, you know, Stilt is an organization. Uh, S-T-I-L-T. You can look it up. They raised 100 million to help undocumented people build their credit. But a lot of our kids want to be bankers and police officers and things that make sure you gotta have credit. Why don't y'all take that same 100 million and invest in the credit in the ghetto? Then that way, the have gun will travel mentality will stop because that person get a better job. They can get a car without having to commit a robbery and get an apartment and a house and get on the way to success. But when you see these kids looking and everybody else getting blessed, and then you got a San Francisco-based company called Stilt that's willing to donate $100 million to people that they don't know, but their credit establishment. They want you to do the same thing in the ghetto to take the burden off society. Or they're keep running in Beverly Hills. They're going to keep running in them stores in Washington, D.C. They're going to keep doing it because there's a blatant disregard for their well-being in the future. A lot of these kids today, man, are children that have kids. And then we got 13 and 14-year-old widows in the ghetto now. Uh, um, And widows in the ghetto now. Is
0: it the the, the athletes and entertainers? Is it their responsibility to take care of, of the inner city?
2: It's everybody's responsibility to take care of black people and poor people. I don't give a damn what your occupation is. You're never bigger than the program, and you're never bigger than the block or the set. And the celebrities and the athletes, a lot of them fools, professional extrapolators and organizers they just steal from the community steal the identity of brothers like EW like and them go on stage and act tough and never give nothing back so it's not it's not just our responsibility it's everybody's responsibility especially the one that put us in these conditions it's your responsibility to get the slave out of this i don't care nothing about pull up by your bootstraps a lot of brothers can't pull themselves up by the bootstraps they ain't got on no boots like, the other day, they had the little sister Maxine Waters on in the practice, come she, on, wherever she was, handing out Section 8 vouchers. But if you look at the end of the tape, she say, well, there's no more vouchers, go home, it's all over. And the Black lady said, go home. We don't have a
0: home. Yeah, it, it seems like there's a disconnect, then through and I guess that's the thread that's been running through this conversation since we started. There's a disconnect in the Black community. There's one, there's one side that you brothers are working with, and there's the other side. As I mentioned earlier, is a parallel universe. They're doing their thing, and they, they don't look at your side, you know, and, and 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 they don't want to come into your neighborhood, and they want you to stay there. They want they don't want to help you out. So w- if the question is, if, if, if those who, who are well healed, who can do it, don't do it, who's going to do it? Because the other folks well, don't care. They don't care that we shoot each other and kill each other. For uh-huh. that, that, that that makes their job easier. So how do how do we stop this?
2: Well, one thing is going to we don't have to do that to stop because the average household. The average house that's even Washington, Atlanta, or South Central Compton started a million five. So gentrification is gonna push us out. They're gonna financially squeeze us out. They're gonna vote in their own people and they're gonna vote us out. Like for example in the big, a house in a ghetto is a million five. How are you gonna get that if you don't have no credit? How are you going to get that if you don't have no employment? There's no jobs in the ghetto. They know exactly what they're doing. How is it that you got one dude, Elon Musk, that got trillion trillion or whatever the hell it is, but you got black people in the ghetto that's living less than $15,000 a year? People right now...
0: So let me interrupt you and ask you this, though, Bill, Bill Malik. Those, those high price homes in the inner cities, white folks moving to them? Because you said well, we can't afford them, our people can't afford them, so
2: white people are moving into them? And yeah, all way. we got it, man. Gentrification is real. You can go to the projects right now. You can go to any neighborhood in L.A., Washington, you see white people with Starbucks cups riding right through the ghetto. Right now. Hold that see.
0: thought right there. We got to take a short break. I'll let you finish that comment on the other side. Folks, you can join us. 800 450 will get you in. Your calls will be next on Eight. FM 95.9 at a.m. 1450. WOL, where information is power.
2: Is reality radio. The reality is that for far too long there have been efforts to refocus the now $1.3 trillion annual spending power of the black consumer market. Over the past several decades, there have been numerous buy black campaigns, but still only about 3% of that $1.3 trillion circulates back to the black community. So, Let's try it again. Each week we will identify three black-owned businesses on Tuesday and spend money with them for the week. And then on the next Tuesday, we will identify three more in our local community. The businesses for this week are New Don Marketing Group Incorporated, NUDonMarketing.com, Automotive Talks, Towing and Recovery, AutomotiveTalksWithAZ.com, I Love Black People. I love blackpeople.com. This is Reality Radio with Kathy Hughes. What's your reality? What's your reality? What's your reality? 1450 WOL and 95.9 weekdays with Warren Valentine. Everything co-op with Vernon Oates. Green Forever with Nature Boy. Raven Starks. Keeping it real with Al Sharpton. And the Carl Nelson Show. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at WOLDC News. Download our free mobile app and take us everywhere you are. News Talk 1450 and 95.9 WOL. Worldwide at WOLDCnews.com. WOL, Washington, D.C., W240, D.J., Washington, 95.9, WMMJ, HD3, Bethesda, WKYS, HD3, Washington, WPRS, HD3, Waldorf, and worldwide at WOLDCnews.com. The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of News Talk 1450, WOL, Radio 1 Incorporated, or their management.
0: 9. Worldwide at and thank you for staying with us, folks. on we Brother Sadiqa Bakari. He's a futuristic researcher, we're going to find out the latest development in AI, artificial intelligence. But let's wrap up with Brother Malik and EGOP. So, Malik, you were saying, so I'll let you finish your thought. Basically, call. it's
2: like, uh, You know, until everyone gets involved and do something at their own level, the the situation with black people is going to perpetuate itself. We're used to it. We've become that endangered hunted species. So survival for us comes at every level, and it fluctuates. Our survival techniques fluctuate every day. So, you know, we're not going to give up. We're not looking for no celebrities to help us, none of them Negroes. and, And like I always say, if you don't look out for us, it's coming to a theater near you anyhow, so it don't make no difference. So, Will Smith and all you different cats is showing these black people that it's okay to slap and emasculate black men on TV. It's just a matter of time for it come to you, partner. So, we don't trip call. We don't really care about what people think or what they say, or what they do or what they don't do. We're going to
1: continue doing the work. All right. Any jump hacker folks reach you? Uh, you can reach me. Uh, you can either go to my website or I can. Uh or go on uh, Books for Life uh, Foundation, uh, it's available uh, where you can uh, contact me, or I can give out my number at 323-440-7001. One more time. 323-440-7001. You can reach me at. If you want to give
0: Ma- Brother Malik, how can, how can they reach you? Shit catch me in the streets all right (laughs) that's because that's your office i understand that thank you outside (laughs) uh, uh,
2: player thank you thank you i thank both of you brothers for what you do
1: it's a a lot of work we've got
0: there's a lot we've got to do there's so much self-hate it's incredible but uh, you know we just got to keep on pushing but i thank you for what you do for working with our young people
1: hey thank you Carl nelson for giving me another shot on here yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. all right folks yeah that's what we do this is the total black experience here we're here Awesome all walk, walks of life you're here on, on this particular show because that's what we are and if we don't do it who's going to do gonna
1: it who's going to do it exactly 800-450-78-76 keep that
0: number honey. you're going to need it for our next guest brother Siddiqui Bakari